welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media, and today I'm so happy to have a guest to interview, Kyra Hardwick, and it's more important because Kyra is one of my business coaches, and she has helped me with my business, Pie Love You Desserts, and it's been an exciting ride the last six or seven months. We actually met a few years ago at a conference, said at the time, yeah, let's connect, and of course we both got busy and did not and then lo and behold we end up at a very intimate intense women's retreat uh, with women building their businesses and we've been together ever since kyra has her own business called the kyra company and she's a business strategist and she can just look at a business and see where their gaps are and help them fill them so that they can make more money. She's an entrepreneur, she's been in corporate America, and she has a new, uh, what are we gonna call it, a product, a new program called Show Up Ready in her smart CEO business. And uh, Kyra, I'm just gonna let you go from there. <laughs> well, thank you, Jennifer, for having me. First of all, I am excited to be on with you and your listeners, so thank you for that. And I am indeed Kyra Hardwick of the Kyra Company. And Jennifer and I did have a magical meetup um, a couple of months ago, really finalizing the year last year. We had some opportunity to really get into strategy and prep for 2019 and how amazing 2019 would be for all of us. And so um, that magical meetup we had at the women's retreat really did spark some opportunity for us to take it a little further and to keep our word from years before to connect and to really connect this time. And so I'm excited that we've been able to do that. Ah, me too. Um, absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure serving you and working with you and getting to know you because you are an absolute joy um, on every level. <laughs> You are. Well, thank you. Well, you're so welcome. It is absolute truth. You are a joy on every level. And I think that the world is greater because you're here to do what you do to bring leaders to the forefront and to, to train them and to really spend time shedding your brilliance on them as well. So I will jump right in and you let the cat out of the bag. We do indeed have a new product. Super excited. Um, just released this month and it is the show up ready ebook. And it is coming on the um, kind of the eve of really um, igniting some great products inside the smart CEO community. So a part of what we do as a business consulting firm is we work with businesses 
from startup to multi-million dollars. And so, you know, we really get into the operations of their organization. We're working directly with them to make sure that they have the right people in the right place, the right processes in, in, um, in function or they're functioning inside the right processes. And we know that ultimately leads to their ability to produce profit and not only produce profit, but let's talk about the sustainable weight of growth and profit over time. And that is really what we work to get our clients to. And although that might sound really complex or heavy, it is really the core operations of any business, no matter how simple or how um, many layers an organization has. At the end of the day, they have three things, people working a process to generate money. And we focus on making sure we get those gaps um, not only identified, but we then start to put the strategy together to, uh, to prepare them to, to fill or fix them. And so we come in and find our way um, to the heart of the leader first, because at the end of the day, if that leader is not engaged um, in what we're trying to do, it is a pointless move for us. I do come from the era of, you know, it's top-down leadership and the people influence the need and they influence the culture. But if the leadership is not on board, the, the weight of movement is so heavy that you lose the, the ability to do it and team members lose the desire to do it. And it's just one of those things that we have to be really intentional, you know, about, um, about focusing on. And so the Kyra company is here to serve organizations in that way and to remove the barriers. So typically when a company hires us, they're in growth mode. Um, they're really growing. They've hit that point or that pinnacle point where they realize we can't do it by ourselves. We need support. We need help. And who is it and what is it that will help us do it? And so we find our way um, into those organizations and regardless of where they stand on the um, revenue scale, we find our way to the issues and we work to generate revenue that's going to be sustainable. And that's by addressing the processes and making sure the people are aligned. So that's really at the core of what we do. And of course, that means there's a lot of strategy involved. There are sometimes operational um, organizational changes involved. We may have to go in and do some cleanup of personnel. Um, but most importantly, it's the goal. The goal is to align the organization and to do it in a very diverse and insightful way that really helps them get it. So the show up ready concept um, is a is a derivative of the core of the company, which is the Kyra company. The smart CEO brand is is a portion of how we work directly with our smaller businesses, our startups, our um, our visionaries, you know, the folks that are sitting at home or working at behind a cubicle at, uh, or in a cubicle at a desk and they're thinking, I really want to do something else or I'm really ready to live my dream or I'm really ready to think about how I can make a difference. And we decided that as we're serving these clients, um, we wanted to give them some more tools that will really sustain them through the process. You know, Jennifer, um, neither you nor I are a stranger to business support, whether it be a coach or a strategist, um, just a guide, you know, a tool to help you while you're out here in this wild, wild west of business development as an entrepreneur. Um, and I found it to be really beneficial to get tools that will, would really walk with me through the process. So 
that's what we've done. We've created it. So I'm going to jump into it. You stop me whenever you're ready, but it is designed truly um, the show up ready uh, ebook to give you some insight on what we think smart CEOs need to think about every time they have an opportunity to engage with someone or to get on a call, to present on a podcast, uh, to interview live, to shake hands with some unknown party, period. Every, every one of those opportunities really matters. And we're going to talk about that. So let me jump into what I believe is the most important portion of this ebook. And it's within the first three pages. And it is the show up ready uh, foundation. And it's that all rooms matter, all rooms, small rooms, big rooms with the important people and those with the regular people every bit of that matters. And the reason why that matters is because you don't know who they are. That's the first thing, you know, you don't know who these people are and you don't know who they know and you don't know what insight they have. You don't know what strategies they've been exposed to. And so when we walk into a room and I often use this analogy, you know, we've got this, um, and I'll tell you a story that goes with this, but we've got this speaker or somebody that's going to be showcased at the front of this room. Maybe it's the keynote or it's the panelist or whomever it is if we're at an event. And most of the time, people will get in line and wait for whoever those speakers were. And they're standing in line and they're waiting for those people. Meanwhile, you sat for 45 minutes next to someone amazing and you don't even know who they are. Have you ever done that, Jennifer? <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I have. A time or two, right? So we've all done it and thought, I came to hear Jennifer Takagi speak. I need to talk to Jennifer after the event. And so meanwhile, I've sat next to um, Barbara and Jane and Jim and, and, and Kevin, and I haven't even taken a moment to really dig into what's possible. So I'm going to give you two scenarios where I ran into this. So last year I was in Detroit and I was at demo day or demo week. And so that's where they infuse the city's entrepreneurs with all kinds of money and insight and workshops and all kinds of stuff. So I was at the actual pitch competition and I walked into the Fox theater, which is this grand, beautiful theater in Detroit that has been around for years. And I walk in and there's literally nowhere to sit. I have a ticket and um, there are three of us all together and I have a ticket, which means I should have a seat. Well, I'm walking around, obviously looking for a seat. And this woman passes me by and she says, are you looking for a seat? And I'm like, yes, like everybody else. Like, why are you asking me if I'm looking for a seat? Of course <laughs> I am. So <laughs> I just wanted to look or walk around and look cute. What are you and talking look about? Right. So <laughs> At this point, I'm going down aisles and I'm walking back up to no avail, no seat. I'm trying, about to start going into the mezzanines. Well, I'm going back to get my party and I'm like, there's no seats here. You guys go to the left. I'll go to the right. Let somebody go upstairs. And the woman walks back by me again. Now, at this time, this point, there's probably, probably been about seven minutes worth of seat hunting going on. And she says, so you still don't have a seat? And so then I just paused and I looked at her and I said, well, do you have some seats? Because there are three of us. <laughs> and, we sit out. and she said, that's what I was trying to tell you. I have seats because the individuals that were coming with me 
all of them didn't show and I actually have four seats. Ah, there were three of you. So I go, I follow her. I said, well, we're going to follow you then. And I just had to humble myself in that moment. Follow this woman and um, go sit down. And naturally at that point, I'm all in because I'm like, she just gave me seats. You know, there's three of us. We're trying to figure this thing out. And I said, well, you know, hello, my name is Kyra Hardwick. Thank you so much for the seats. She's like, that's great. No problem. I saw you. And for whatever reason, I wanted to make sure you had a seat. I don't know. And so I said, okay. And so we start talking and then she's like, well, what do you do? And where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Detroit, but I live in Houston now. And I'm doing this and this and this, and I'm a business developer. So my, I then hand off a business card and I hand off the business card. And she says, so you're in business development. And I said, yes. And she said, oh, that's interesting because I'm in franchise development. Ding. And so then we start to have magical moments, right? And I'm talking to her and then her friend, her colleague who's next to her, I was like, oh yeah, and my name is X, Y, and Z. Oh, and I do this. And so then these ladies instantly, I mean, the rest of my party, I've ignored them. So the, the, these ladies and I have now formed a BFF club and we're talking and they're like, well, are you taking this program? Are you a part of this leadership program in Houston? You know, they do it in Detroit. Here's who you need to call. Here's what you need to do. It was so overwhelming in that moment, full of people. The event had not even started. And these women did not know me. They just knew that there was an assignment in that moment for us to all connect. And we just literally started to go in. So meanwhile, um, I'm sitting here like, it, all I had to do was say, yes, I'm still looking for a seat. So if you reverse engineer this conversation that we're having now, Jennifer, when I think about how that contact came into my world, it was a part of my 2019 plan to get into the franchising space. I'm now a franchise regional director for the uh, greater Houston area. I'm now helping businesses franchise their organizations all because I said, yes, I was, I was available to sit where you had a seat because there was a need. But think about the fact that I could have sat there and been in my own introverted space and not even paid attention to the fact that all this opportunity was in this row with me. And so when we start thinking about why we're here or why we're where we are, well, who we came to see um, and the experience we came to have, to have, I think it's so important for us to be present and to really pay attention, you know, to the fact that people are there to serve your vision. If you've been doing right, you know, if you've been doing the right things, if you've been, you know, I say karma does come back, but if you've been aligned with your goal and your purpose, your, your people will show up for you in the most unlikely spaces, quite frankly. And, you know, those, those individuals, we're still, we're connected to this day, obviously, and working together. And so I would have never said yes to the seat. Had I never said yes to the seat, I would have never been able to say yes to the opportunity. And when she came to visit me at the end of last year, we were just like, this is such a match made in heaven. For what you do, you can help the business that we do move along. And so... I'm saying every person matters and every room matters. And I'm gonna give you one more short story. I was out networking and I'm a true introvert and I just come out of corporate America. So I really only had a navy black and a, and a, and a camel color suit, right? And so I'm in my camel color suit. I decided to mix it up and put my navy pants on, okay? You were stepping out. <laughs> Don't judge me. And so I'm in this deal and I'm going with this young lady who I... Uh, go to church with 
And she's also in the entrepreneur space. And she's like, Kyra, you're just getting your feet wet. Let's do this. And I'm like, okay. So I'm on my way there. I'm punctual. I've got my business cards in my left hand pocket. So I can pop them right out. I'm ready for whatever's going to come. And um, she texts me and she's late. So now you've got this introvert fish out of water, walking into an event. And I've never, like, this is not my thing. I go to work. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just get up and go. So I get up out of my car. I walk into the event, walk straight in. I'm focused. I turn my smile on. I'm ready to have whatever the moment is going to have for me. I walk in and I start to sit down and people start scrambling to move things for me. And I'm like, why are they doing all this? They're like, no, 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 ma'am. Sit right here. Sit right here. I'm like, okay, no problem. I realized probably about 10 minutes later that I walked into the green room, which was the holding room for the VIPs for the event that we went to. Because <laughs> you belonged there. Boom. I was ready. I showed up and I was ready. And um, I walked in this room and I'm like, what's going on? Lo and behold, I'm talking to VPs of banks and CEOs of companies. At this point, I'm new to entrepreneurship. So I'm like, um, how did I end up in the Mecca? I don't know how I got here. And I'm just, you know, slinging business cards like candy and talking and chopping it up and just in my zone, ready to talk about business development, which was my new brand new world. And it was so wild. I, and I obviously still have relationships with those people I met in that room. And when I were coming out and she's like, well, you were in the VIP room. I was like, absolutely. I was, <laughs> should have been there, you know, but it was really because I was poised. I was ready. I looked the part, but mentally the biggest piece was I was there mentally. And I think in both of those situations, I just gave you like these little stories. Mentally, I was available to hear and see what was next for me. And I didn't know that I was sitting in the room with that kind of authority and power and influence. I just knew I needed to push through my fear of mixing with people I didn't know. And I mentally checked into it and I was available and I was ready. I was game ready at that moment for it. So that's really why I say, Jennifer, you know, these rooms matter. And unfortunately, a lot of us miss opportunities because we'll let someone great sit next to us or call us on a phone call that we weren't expecting and we won't answer the call or we'll miss the opportunity to go further with, um, with someone um, because we did not realize that it was significant. And I, three things out of, of those two little stories that you said that, you know, resonated why we are so aligned. When we met up in, for our women's retreat, you said, oh, I have no expectations of this retreat. I'm here to experience it. Mm -hmm. And that was so outside of my norm because I go to places with much more of a goal in mind. I'm going to this conference so that I can do this, this, and this. So that whole concept of I'm here to experience it and get what I can mm. is, um, really it's it's powerful and it's more powerful than people think because they go to meetings at work every day and they never walk in with the intent of i'm going to experience what's happening here and i'm going to contribute where i can so yeah. that was kind of a key point the other thing was you were ready to say yes oh yeah that's good um 
for many years working in the federal government, I had responsibilities, obviously, and I was very quick to say no. No, I don't have time for that. No, I can't go to that meeting. No, I can't go on vacation. No, I can't go to happy hour after work because I've got to go to bed because I have to go to work tomorrow. I mean, everything mm. was no. And it wasn't until I was coming close to retiring. And those of you who are new to my podcast, I was given the opportunity to retire, relocate, and I wasn't moving. So poof, I was out the door. It took over a year to get to that point, but I was out. And I promised myself that when I retired, I was going to start saying yes. I was going to say yes to the opportunities that came along. And the first time I said no, um, one of the gals that I had worked with for years that was in another state was having a big retirement party because a lot of us were leaving at the same time. And a gal from Missouri calls and said, Hey, are you going? And I said, Oh no. Uh -uh. And she was like, I can't believe you're not going to go. We may never see each other again. And I went, Oh wait, yes, yes, I'm going. It's a five hour drive. I have a car I'm going. And so that was like my first yes after having lived my whole life of no. Wow, that's powerful. It was like, yes, I'm going. So fast forward several years, I have fallen in love with an, an author, Jen Sincero, who writes the books, You're a Badass. You're a Badass mm. Every Day. You're a Badass at Making Money. She was going to be in Dallas doing a book signing, and it's a three and a half hour drive, and I got in my car, and I drove to Dallas, and I waited four hours in line to get my book signed and meet her. Why? Because I wanted to meet her. Did it do anything for me? No, not really. But I said, yes, I wanted to meet her in person. Yes. She spoke for an hour and then signed everybody's books. And she wrote something really fun. Oh, I love this. Jennifer, so nice to meet your sunny self. How fun is that? <laughs> I just have it on my desk right here. But that whole thought of saying yes because we get so programmed to say no yes and you're at work do you want to work on this project no I don't have time well who knows that project could be what you need to get to the next step mm -hmm. say yes and then be mentally available I'm gonna go but I'm not gonna like it right Okay, you're an introvert. That. It's hard to, I mean, it's hard to imagine because I know Kyra in her extroverted, you know, pretend self, you know, her superpowers. <laughs> but when you're an introvert, which I'm not, so I don't understand this, so I'm just pretending to know what I'm saying. Introverts really do have to be mentally prepared for the onslaught of people, mm -hmm. words of people talking. And even being an extrovert, I need to be mentally prepared to sit there with my mouth shut, which is really hard, and take in the information that's coming. So being mentally available. So just in those two stories, experience the moment, say yes, and be mentally available. Those are three really key deals, and I hope you're writing that down too, Kyra, because that can go in your next book. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I sure am. Yeah, you wrote that down. Write that down, June. But I think that's huge, um, Jennifer, that you pull those out. But yes, and I, I had to learn, though, how to experience the moment. You know, coming out of um, corporate, you've got to be on, and you're on as soon as your feet hit the parking lot concrete, and you walk in, you turn it up, and you do your thing. And so when you're on like that, it is one of those um, 
it's a programmed space that you're in. And so I've just been programmed that when my heels hit the concrete, I'm ready to rock and roll. So anything that was going on in my car before I got there, any phone calls, any, I'm one of, one of those people that pay your bills on the way to work kind of thing because <laughs> your commute so long, you can stay on hold or use an automated system or whatever. And so whatever I've done on the way is done. And when I get into the office and I'm walking through that door, I am saying to myself, this is your day. Let's make it happen. Go get it. Take care of your people. You're a servant leader. I'm having a, you know, these little chants going through my head and I'm telling myself what needs to be um, become of me today, how I need to show up. Jennifer, I had no clue that this was going to really be my sales formula. I had no clue. But this really is my sales formula at the end of the day. You couldn't have told me I was going to have a sales formula. But this is, my <laughs> ah, this is my natural method of conversion. And it is just the constant and consistency of showing up ready and intentionally saying yes, vetting the yes, right? My yeses are intentional because they're vetted yeses. And so I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be the least likely to have a random yes in my world. When I say yes, I typically mean it. And if you follow any of my social platforms, I say that often. It's a hashtag. Say yes and mean it. Because by the time that yes comes to your lips, you should have taken it through your clarity filter to determine if it's aligned with your business, your personal values, your goals, your mood, your day. Are you having a great hair day or no? Can you be <laughs> visible or not? You know, it's one of those types of things. And so you literally need to go through the process of giving a solid yes, because at the end of the day, as they say, your word is all you have. And my word is really important to me. I don't ever want anyone to question the integrity of my yes and whether or not I thought it through. And so when I'm showing up and I'm making a decision to experience the moment, um, I'm going to tell you now, that is a completely thought out deal. It probably took me two weeks to get there <laughs> to release the controls because the event you spoke of that we were both at this, this intimate retreat, um, you know, Jennifer, I had to just let it go. I paid my money and I said, I don't know why I knew I was in a personal shift in transition. And I said, I'm just going to experience whatever this is. That's what I said to myself. And I probably did said it for like probably three or four months leading up to the event to the point where I wasn't even stressing over my travel plans. I wasn't stressing over where I was. I didn't even know where I was going until I was like <laughs> at the airport. I knew the city because I had a flight, but I mean, I didn't know where we were going, going. I had no clue. I just let it go. I really just let it go. And that was huge for me. And for me, tying into that, I had just um, finished the Jack Canfield Success Principles Train the Trainer module and passed the test. And he reiterates a lot that the most successful people say yes in eight seconds or less because mm. they're ready to go. Yeah. And I literally got that email from our fearless leader. If you find her on social media, Alexis Logan, we adore yes. her. She sent an email and said, I'm having an intimate retreat. And I wanted to ask you as one of my first uh, clients to see about including on this, do, you know, do you have any interest? Do you want to go? 
and I read it and my gut reaction, my natural Jennifer response was, no, this is expensive. There'll be a flight. There'll be travel plans. I can't do this. No. And I immediately typed, yes, I'm in. <laughs> and sent it. And sent, I mean, I it was like, I'm just doing it. And then running into you again, one of the things I asked her, I said, hey, Alexis, who's coming? And she goes, well, I have two people confirmed with you. Like I say, it was an intimate event with three of us and our fearless leader. So there were four total. It was and fantastic. Said, I think you know them. And I was like, oh my gosh, Kyra and I met at an event and we were going to get together and we talked one time and we had a plan and it mm -hmm. all fell apart because life gets in the way. I'm so excited to reconnect with her. And, and then I have my pie love you desserts baking business and we are on our way to an amazing spa. Alexis is driving us through the mountains to get to the spa. And I said, you know, Kyra, when we kind of talked about what our businesses were, you said you did franchise work what if I franchise my <laughs> business? So poof, that's how, what we've been working on is getting the processes and uh, the procedures in line so that when I'm ready to launch that, you know, it can happen. But those leaders who say yes in eight seconds or less, I have come to learn they do their research first. Mm -hmm. So they might've labored over it a couple of weeks to n make sure they know the information but then when the opportunity arises, it's a yes. You know what that's called? Strategy. Ah, oh, that's a big word for me. That's it. It's strategy because when people are clear on their focused and pur focus and purpose for their business, they're ahead of the moment in strategy. So when it's time for me to connect to you, I'm ready for you and what you have to discuss with me because I've already prepared my pathway to receive you. So let me not let, not let that sound really woo, right? So what that means is, what that means is I've done the work of identifying my ideal client. I've done the work of identifying the types of clients I like to expand to work with. I've done the work of identifying what it means to bring someone through a franchising process, which means I then am able to serve and deliver. I've also thought about what that meant for my core business model and how would I engage and intertwine my core business model, which is the CEO performance manager program that you were in alongside the franchising process. And so now I'm working on the franchising side with my franchising team, making sure that as we're teeing you up, we're prepared for the next move, but I'm still incubating you the way that I would inside of my core brand. And so I think you have to be ready for those moments. And not only that, Jennifer, because of the, the experience that we've had, and I've had baking clients, you know, before clients that do in-home baking um, we're doing the, the, the mass production and all that good stuff, literally converted their home into a bakery, you know, and got all of those things taken care of. I also understood some of the woes of the process too. And so because of that, having a conversation with you allowed me to number one, get to know you, understand what your, your strengths and your challenges might be but then also creating a way to move through those oppositions so that we could, number one, make sure you knew how to sell your business to others. 
um, which you did, but now selling it on a scale that's larger than what you probably ever thought you would when you started thinking about the fact that you wanted to bake because you like it. There's baking because you love it and baking because it feels good and baking for holidays and special occasions. And then there's baking because you've created opportunities for other people to actually um, become business owners. That's a different thought process. It's it, depending on how you approach it. It could be scary because you just created this, you're creating an empire. And when you're creating an empire, no one goes into the empire creation stage saying, I want to create an empire and I'm going to be feel it's, it happens gradually. You might say that at 12 years old and you might say it at 25, but when you start getting into this thing and putting the pieces together, the empire is built one brick at a time, one layer of cake at a time. And so as you're doing it, you know, you have to think about all the relationships and all the conversations you need along the way. And Jennifer, quite frankly, we've been doing that. So let's talk about the relationships we needed to have to continue to build the, 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 the pie love you brand. Well, we have great relationships, but what else do we need? So even a strategy around how you're entering in, into those conversations was important. Like what's our ask of these individuals? What and how will we position the brand so that it actually um, is attractive to everyone that we want to present to? All of those things matter as we're building your your business. And the same thing goes um, if we were in an engineering firm, the same thing applies. Um, it's just the scale of it that's a little different. So, I mean, we pulled out some really mighty nuggets. I mean, I have more, but I definitely want to want to make sure that we drive home something super important, which is that at the end of the day, regardless of how you're approaching yourself, when you show up, you need to be someone that's notable. We need to take note of you. I don't ever want anyone to meet you and not remember you. So what is it that you can do when you're standing there flat-footed, poised, and ready to deliver as a business leader? And this could be in front of your team. This could be in front of your boss. This could be in front of your client, your vendor group, whomever. Standing up in a meeting where you're the first-time attendee and you have to actually say who you are and what you do. I have seen so many people fumble that ball. It is terrible. <laughs> Jennifer, it is terrible. It's a tragedy. And I just, <laughs> I put my hand on my head. Yeah. For those of you who can't see, she put her hand over her face. <laughs> oh, no. It is a tragedy because I've seen it happen. Matter of fact, I was at NASA, um, NASA, I want to say I was at NASA last week for a vendor event for certified businesses. Okay. And I'm walking past now I'm completely fish out of water because I don't really deal a lot in the aerospace space. However, there was opportunity for me. Um, and so I'm walking past this table and I'm really just like, so tell me what it is that you do. Like, tell me how this part impacts what's going on up there, right? So I'm having a real basic ground level conversation with these companies. And I'm doing it in confidence because I'm also then gonna tell them how I can serve them. So this is, I'm good with coming in low so we can elevate the conversation. But that's also a strategy in the show up ready ebook. So make sure you download it. Jennifer's going to be able to give that to you guys as an opportunity to, to up level your show up ready skill set. And I'm excited about that. But when we got into that conversation, I was just chit chatting about how do they do it? What happens? And then who are your team members and how do your team serve and all that kind of good stuff. And so as I'm going through table to table, kind of making my way, I hear this woman I wanted to just pick her up and make her disappear. But she was just talking to this vendor 
And she was pitching. She was hardcore pitching her business and she was a service, which is difficult to pitch. And she fumbled the entire time I was eavesdropping. She fumbled the entire time. She just, she threw up her business on him. She didn't ask questions about what they did so she could serve them with her information. She just tossed it in their, in their lap and it was up to them to figure it out, figure out whether it was valuable or not. That is one of the worst things you can do when you're sharing your business message. I don't care at what level you're at. It's the worst you can do. It's the worst because I'm giving you the option to make me valuable or not. And I'm not open to that. I want to show you and tell you what this value is. And I want to make it stick to a business system or a solution um, that you need or something going on in your business. And that is, that is the, the, the next point, which is be notable and serve me with your information. You know, that is at the core and foundation of showing up ready. We break this, this, uh, this concept down using the words show up ready as an acronym. And I really encourage you guys to get into it and to dig into it from a, an application standpoint and don't blow through the chapters just because you, you're like, okay, I get it. No, no, no. Try it. Apply it. I literally close deals with this strategy on a regular basis. And I did not know this was my sales formula. This is it. This is what I do. This is how I sell. I don't have a day where I'm sitting on the phone, you know, making calls, asking people to come do business with me. I don't. When I show up, I'm showing up intentionally and I'm showing up where I should be. And I'm having conversations that matter and I'm converting clients on the spot. On the spot. That's how it works for us. Because you always show up ready. So a couple things that I have picked up on throughout our whole entire conversation and thank you again for your time because I know you're really busy and so to give us this much information is awesome. One of the things you keep talking about is serving. You show up with an attitude of I want to serve you and having been a civil servant, a public servant in government work all these years, a number of years ago I was talking to a friend and, and he said something along the lines of well, you have such a lofty career on who you serve, what you do, and I don't serve anyone. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're in technology. You create sound systems, you engineer them. You're just not looking at this the right way because you serve a lot of people. And so I would urge you to consider who do you serve in your business? Mm. You know, wherever you work, whatever your job is, who are you serving and are you serving them well? Because the more you serve other people, the more opportunities are going to come around. The other thing is we've talked about entrepreneurship. We've talked about owning your own business, starting your own business, franchising a business. If you're in a, a job, a career field, a position that you love, that is awesome. Stay with it. Mm -hmm. But the question becomes, if you want to go to the next level, how are you going to get there? So number one, show up ready and show up ready every day. Be the reliable one and be ready. And the other thing is we mentioned coaches, which I didn't even know what a coach was or a business coach was when I walked out of government work. And it's in, in government work, we would have called it a mentor. Mm -hmm. The difference is you often get a mentor in a corporate setting or a government setting that is a colleague 
and it's not like a paid position. It's just a relationship you build. Whereas when you're outside of corporate America, it's a paid thing. You pay someone to coach you because you don't have the same resources. So I would highly recommend that tomorrow when you show up at work, number one, show up ready mentally and physically ready and prepared show up ready to serve other people in your organization and find that mentor that you can number one, look up to and number two, learn from so that you can move ahead. Most people don't want to do the same job every day for the rest of their lives. They want to grow. They want to move. They want new opportunities and you're the one who can make that happen. You nailed it. <laughs> from the information you gave me girlfriend from the information you, you nailed it it's so real and it's so important and it, i mean there's so much more to this and we really didn't even dig into each layer and so there's so much to this i just i want everyone to really wrap their mind around how they're really showing up and how they're serving when they show up because at the end of the day we're all servants if we do this thing right and reciprocity is the guide that keeps us moving in this circle. And so the more I serve, the more is served back toward me. And whether we're leading teams, and I've led teams, um, teams, great teams and challenging teams, turnaround teams and excelling teams. <laughs> Woo. And I mean, yesterday I spent my day as um, Olivia Pope you know, traveling to client issues and helping them, you know, resolve the circumstances that were going on. But that's what we do. You know, we help you build that, that entity or that leadership development component inside your corporation even, and then help you break down those, those, those challenges that show up. But it's all about showing up ready and mentally. I love that you, you captured that mentally available um, to do just that. So Jennifer, you nailed it. And um, oh my gosh, this was beyond an honor and an absolute pleasure to be with you today. Well, Kyra, I appreciate it. And for those of you listening, I will have the link. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, somewhere in written form, but you can get her ebook uh, by going to the Kyra company and that's K-Y-R-A company.com slash smart dash CEO thekyracompany.com slash smart dash CEO. Kyra, thank you. And I will be talking to you soon. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to takagiconsulting.com slash gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.